Welcome back, everybody. It's the Ron and Craig Political Party Show coming to you from the State Farm, Steve Borkland State Farm Studios in Travel Trust, South Carolina. And we are back, and our guest has called in. And uh, our Stephanie guest has called in. Stephanie, are you there? Yes, I am here. How are you? Good. All the way from San Diego, California. Is that right? Yes, I'm here in the Golden State, and oh, it's wow. nice, hot, and sunny. Well, I mean, that's uh, the easiest job in the world is weatherman in San Diego. Am I right? Is that that's what I hear? The easiest yeah. job, yes. Right. Uh, uh, I'm Craig. And I'm Ron, by the way. Steph. And uh, yeah, so we're Ron and Craig's show. Uh, uh, welcome. Thank you for calling in. And um, tell us again, you are on the One America News Network. This is a news, a new network. A lot of us, not everybody's familiar with. Is that correct? How long y'all been up? How long has this been going? Yeah. So I work for the One America News Network, and we are based in California. We have a, a bureau in Washington D.C. And we launched about three years ago. So I actually started with One American News before uh, they actually launched the network. And I work on a program called The Daily Ledger Show with Graham Ledger. He's an award-winning journalist and a conservative activist. And our program uh, is a pretty conservative program, uh, but our regular 24-hour news, that's just down the middle, uh, straight news. And uh, a lot of people find that very refreshing. Yes. Yes. Well... It seems like uh, there's a place for that in the market because, um, you know, everybody's getting into – it seems like these camps have formed. There's Fox News, of course. Everyone, you know, knows where Fox is. MSNBC, everybody knows where they are. And then uh, CNN, most people don't even see as real news anymore. And uh, it's hard for people to find what they would even think would be – Real news. I've seen a couple of other networks. There's one uh, free speech network, which that is far left. I started to wa- I watched it for a while, and I was like, "Oh wait, this is like MSNBC squared." Okay, <laughs> and uh, and then there's a couple others that are m- much more conservative. But as far as getting the news, just the news. And maybe I'm older, but I remember when you got the yeah. news. You know, I mean, and it was just the news. That was it. Yeah, like, you know what? I think things have changed a lot, and after working in news, and I, I, wor- I worked as a reporter for a CBS affiliate in Arizona before I moved out here. And, uh, you know, local news reporting, they say it's, it's, a, it's non-biased, it's not a biased news network. But I think for any reporter to say that they're not biased is probably an unfair statement because anytime you go out and tell a story, if you have five different people go out and tell a story, they're going to tell it differently. And, uh, you know, I work on a conservative news program, so, you know, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm just presenting the facts as I see them. Um, you know, if you have somebody else present the same story who has a different mindset, they might see it in a different way. So at least we admit that we're a conservative program instead of being like, uh, you know, a CNN or, uh, you know, other networks that pretend that they're not biased when they clearly are. And you're seeing that play out during this presidential election. I think especially... Uh coverage of the i mean really unbiased coverage of both of these uh, the conventions has been almost impossible to find i mean you can't find it it's just not there it it really doesn't exist and there's this great organization called the media research center and uh, we work with them a couple days a week and they they cut out clips of what is being played on the news and it is mind-boggling. I mean, you, you don't even realize what you're sitting down and watching. And it, it, it's really funny to me. Uh, well, not funny. It's almost sad that a lot of people don't realize what they're being said. And they don't even realize, you know, that they're being fed basically just straight liberal news. And they just see that as fact. 
Right, and and they it's masquerading as news is what I call it. And I have no problem with editorial, um, with an editorial piece or an editorial show. I, I mean, because uh, that's gonna you're gonna learn the things that you want to learn. I'm watching something conservative. Maybe it's because I'm a conservative. I don't want to learn something. If I'm watching something that's uh, more. Uh, uh, liberal, maybe I'm just wanting to know what the people that disagree with me are are, are doing, you know. So I mean, I, go I ahead, apologize. Kirk. I wanted to go back because Ron was uh, Ron was uh, acting like I, I made a touchdown for the fo- uh, football because uh, he was. I think uh, you had mentioned uh, what did you mention before that it was uh, t- the Watchdog News or the Watch uh, the Media what? Watchdog. Yeah, right. you said oh, we had the Media Research Center. You said we mm-hmm. had someone from the Media Research Center. We yeah, had we on had our somebody show. right um, on our show. The that media he watches Research the Center. liberal media, and I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, I can't. I don't want to say the wrong name, but yeah, we had someone. I think uh, Colin that watches. He says the liberal media is their main uh, area, and he was the editorial. I uh, got uh, executive editorial for them, a producer, um, and he called in. I was just trying to think of his name, but, yeah, we had him call in. So, yeah, he was he was interesting to talk yeah, to. Yeah, it's really good stuff I recommend for people, if people even have a time to look into that. And that's the thing. Americans are so busy. People are so busy with their lives that they don't have a lot of time to do research. I mean, that's basically a big part of my job is I'm doing research. I'm looking at numbers. I'm looking at polling. I'm looking – I do look at both sides of every issue, and that's probably because I grew up as an independent. I've always been an independent uh, voter. I just recently huh. changed uh, to Republican okay. in this election because I, I'm not going to vote for a Democrat this year. After, after two you. terms of Obama, that's enough for me. Uh, oh, and yeah. I, and after, you know, you know, watching all these speeches and the debates, you know, uh, we have a crew, uh, we had a crew um, in Cleveland and we have a crew in Philadelphia, and I've been following the conventions closely. The platforms are very, very different. Um, if you look at what the Republicans are talking about, they're talking about the economy and national security. And, you know, I think that's probably what mo- most Americans care about right now, jobs and national security. And then you listen into what's going on with the Democrat convention and the things that their, their platform are very confusing to me. Uh, the platform for Democrats from what I've seen from the speeches is, uh, they are fighting global warming, even though they're, you know, the global warming thing is debatable. And I, I call it the great global warming hoax. The planet <laughs> temperatures have been changing right. uh, since the beginning of time. Yes, we need to do more to stop pollution. Uh, you know, we want to conserve and those type of things. But for, for, for Democrats to say that global warming uh, is a, b- a bigger challenge than terrorism, I, I think they're wrong on that. Also, we hear them, uh, you know, they, they want to repeal the Hyde Act. They are promoting abortion, a taxpayer-funded abortion. And most Americans, the majority of Americans, do not support taxpayer-funded abortion. They're also coming up with the criminal justice reform. They, you know, they think that there's something wrong with it when there really isn't. They take, uh, they use a couple cases uh, where you know police officers uh, hurt or, or shoot and kill a black man, and they they, they want to make it look like every single police officer is a bad police officer. Even in most of those cases, even though in most of those cases we found out that the officers, uh, you know, weren't guilty of anything. Well, and Stephanie, I think about- right. I think you'll agree. I mean. It's usually anecdotal evidence used to support an entire agenda. So it's yes. a, a, anecdotal evidence based usually on emotion. 
might I add as well. Based on emotion, absolutely. And the other thing, again, is that the free stuff that they're promising. They are promising free college, you know, free health care, free this, free that. But who's going to pay for it? There is no money. We have uh, an approaching $20 trillion debt. They don't want to talk about the debt. They don't want to talk about how they're really going to create jobs. And, and they're also not talking about terrorism. I mean, what just happened in France? Not, I think it was brought up maybe five times during the, in the entire convention. They're yes. more worried about, you know, opening up bathrooms to men who feel like females yep. than they are terrorism. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm glad someone. Uh, I mean, as if these people that. never used the restroom before. I don't know. Right. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Eric, this is Eric. He's uh, uh, Eric. He's is our, with us. He wants to. Have when you said you were an independent, uh, this uh, of course, uh, our producer's Eric here, uh, who's. Our raging moderate is what we call him. <laughs> um, he is, uh, he prefers what? A passionate, passionate moderate. Passionate right. Moderate. Uh, he 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 had a well, question. No, I just you know, I understand that there's a difference of opinions on things, but I have to say that the to, to portray the concern about criminal reform as something that's it's it's not needed, and it's just as you said, Ron, some anecdotal stories. It's not just one or two. And, yeah, there have been some that they've pushed that shouldn't have been pushed. Michael Brown is a perfect example. That is a terrible, terrible example because Michael Brown did wrong. He was, you know, the aggressor. He was the one. The story was wrong. But I can list you LeVar Jones, Walter Scott. I can go down the list, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and just the one just the other day, uh, Charles Kinsey, who was laying on the ground with his hands in the air trying to help uh, his right. patient and got shot anyway. Now, I know there were other circumstances, and I'm not saying all cops are bad. But to to push it aside like, oh, it's not really that big of a deal, unfortunately, I disagree with that. And it's an issue that I think is important for the police as well as for the citizens. Well, I, I think my issue is that we have a president that as soon as there's some sort of incident without any sort of investigation or anything, he has to jump in and accuse the officers yep. of being racist. Absolutely. So that's my problem. It, 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 no, I'm, I'm going to have to jump on that. I'm oh, sorry, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah, he um, waits on it. Yep. Hold on, hold on. I, I, have to, I, have to, I have to stop it, jump in here, because the president doesn't jump into all of them. Oh, so yeah. and here's the no, thing. only the ones that involve black people. Okay, he, no, yeah, not yeah, in black only people. The, he only jumps into the ones that involve black people. Well, that's not actually either. And The same day that Alton Sterling was shot, there was a white man shot by an officer, and nobody talked about that. Absolutely. Because nobody That's screamed about I'm it. Angry. Well, here's and the I, thing, I Stephanie. If, if, a, if somebody is, if a black man is shot by an officer, that needs to be investigated. And if the officer did wrong, then he will be punished. Yes. But no. it should not be through the president or liberals or anyone Absolutely. to jump on this and and just accuse people of something that we don't know what actually happened. Yep. I mean, a cell phone video and those type of things, they're very shocking. But we need to know what happened before that. And yes. again, how do people even get their, themselves into these situations? I've okay, all right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but I have to jump in here because of a couple things. First, the president hasn't jumped in on all these cases. He did a couple of them, but he also spoke for 34 minutes in Dallas about the shooting of those officers. And for the bulk of that conversation, it was praising the officers, supporting the officers, and condemning the killing of police over and over and over. He's done that. But then he now, threw that gun in. Well, yeah, at the he did. Say, he well, had no, to throw he didn't that throw that in. in. He and he had one sentence. In a 34-minute speech where he made a comment, and it was inaccurate. He was inaccurate in that. But the point I'm trying to make is the president isn't jumping in on all of these. He has mentioned some. But if he had jumped in and said that the officer was right and that uh, the officer in the the, the Gates, Professor Gates situation, or that uh, uh, Zimmerman was correct, you guys wouldn't be fussing that the president said anything. But he said something that you disagree with. 
And here's the fact. The bottom line no, is... There's no, all, I don't think we disagree with it. You if, disagree. It was, if it was wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's but, right. There's not a disagreement well, Except that. that that's the problem. We don't know what's wrong. And just because an officer... And you said the officer gets punished. Well, you can look at all these. You show me one where the officer has been punished. Shooting a man in the back, fleeing from you. Well, I guarantee you, I guarantee done. you, having having uh, threats uh, on your life, on your the uh, lives of your family, uh, you're being punished in in the media. You're being punished. No, I'm talking about we're talking ways. about reform of of criminal justice. And right. my point is, I'm not a police. Police are great. I'm a law and order. I'm having guy. a little trouble hearing you guys. Um, Sorry about is there that. Any way you can boost the audio on that on that end? Yes. Sorry about that. Can you? Are we any better now? We're working on it. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to, to, to dominate this whole thing. I just, it's just, I think there's a, there's a, a picture being painted on both sides that is inaccurate, and we need to. Well, I think that the, the latest case this week, obviously, I'm sure you guys all heard and everyone's heard about all the charges being dropped uh, with the Baltimore officers in the Freddie Gray case. I mean, as soon as I heard that case, I, I never want to jump to conclusions. I want to hear both sides. I, I want to know the facts. You know, this needs to go to trial and it needs to be investigated. But we know that all the charges were dropped. And this was one case that Obama had to jump in and assume that all the police officers were racist. They had to get the Justice Department involved. And yep. now we know that the officers acted reasonably with Freddie Gray. Absolutely. So, you know, this yes. is just another example. And we're still waiting to hear what happened with Alton Sterling. Yes, that video was very disturbing. But, you know, he was he got hit by a taser two times and he still didn't listen to the officer's commands. There's a ways to avoid this type of situation. I I guarantee if I was standing in front of a liquor store and somebody thought, uh, you know, I fit the description of somebody that had a gun that was threatening somebody and the officers asked me to listen and I didn't listen and then they tasered me twice and I still didn't listen, I probably would be dead, too. Stephanie, I doubt they would taser you. I've seen your picture, but I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, Yes, you're right. Uh, Let's let's move on so Eric can uh, get him an aspirin and and, uh, drink some water. (laughs) Stephanie, I want to ask you this: Uh, Have you ever watched The Celebrity Apprentice that Donald Trump did? I just, I was a big fan of it. I'm just curious if you ever watched the show when it was on. Uh, the Celebrity Apprentice, I remember watching a couple episodes of it, but you know, I really don't watch a lot of reality TV stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Neither <laughs> neither does anyone here the only except one for someone I know. That's it. All okay. Right. Yeah, you know. I just uh, I try to watch it. I try to ca- I try to catch up with the Kardashians occasionally. Oh God! It's just, it's so it, I just I, I can't relate to it, and I just don't no. understand it. Right, and because it you have a, because you have a brain. That's why. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I tried to watch the Celebrity Apprentice, but I kept being uh, I was distracted by the smell of my brain cells melting in the back of my head. That's what uh, it was. It was just too much. Stephanie, along with the rest of it. I just want to mention that I never I didn't know about. I don't want to mess the name up. Uh, One American News Network. I didn't know about it till I was uh, flipping through. I have AT and T, UVerse, and Fox News, and then MSNBC and all them. I flipped on, and y'all are right before Fox News on my uh, channel surfing button that I hit, yeah, and that's how I saw you guys. <laughs> channel surfing. We're on AT and T and Verizon, so we we're across the country. So I, I know that people are watching because I'll get emails from New York and from Florida, <laughs> yeah. and you know from all these different states and people. There, there is a need for, you know, conservative news, uh, conservative talk shows, that is. Yeah. Um, right, right. And I've been getting a great response. Obviously, there are haters out there and people, even, you know, even people that just don't agree with me on certain issues. Eric. But like I said, <laughs> I, put a lot of, I put a lot of thought into, you know, what I'm doing. I, I, I actually have worked on Democrat campaigns. 
I worked on a U.S. Senate campaign for a Democrat against John McCain in my own state. And uh-huh. I worked okay. on two other uh, Democrat campaigns when I was younger. And then you saw the light. That's what happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, but, I, know, I'm a libertarian, after, so I'm not after even. After doing a little you know. research and studying, uh, I kind of figured out, you know, I was always, always more conservative for my fiscally conservative, socially liberal. That's called but, libertarian. You know, like said, the just Democratic so you know. Party, they, they left me. They, they, Steph- hey, Stephanie, I, I can, can, you, can you hear me? That's called libertarian. That's what that's called, okay? I'm a libertarian, and most people are, if they re- get right down to it, they want the government out of their uh, uh, out of their wallets. They want the government out of their bedrooms. They want the government out of their uh, out of their brains. I don't want to be told that I have any kind of a thought crime at all, okay? I mean, uh, we all want uh, to be free, and we all want to exercise our liberty. That's why most of us are libertarians. The only problem yeah, is... Libertarians is uh, I, I really believe in a strong, strong military, and for some reason, I get a little pushback from libertarians on that. Well, you will write them until it's used against you, uh, you know, and then that strong, strong military won't exactly be something that you'll be so great to embrace. Uh, I, I, I love the fact that we have drones that can fly over and kill people that want to kill us. I worry if my government is in charge of them. I have to say that. Okay, yeah. I'm not a conspiracy. I don't wear a hat. It's not made of aluminum. Okay, that is not who I am. But uh, uh, oh, but somebody here is wearing a hat that says "Make America Great Again." Yes, that's Alex. That's Alex, our, that our guy. Oh, that's true. Wait, I wanted to get back to the Celebrity Apprentice. You asked me about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Where, yes, where, please. Where are you going with that? Because I'm kind of curious. The, well, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, the where I was going with that is that I watched all seasons of it. I never missed a show, and I felt like I knew Donald Trump, and I didn't like him uh, then on his decision making. If you watch the show, he does a lot of decision making, and he also changes his mind. He gives to charity on the show, and it was very interesting. So I understood a little bit about him when he came out. So he wasn't as a shock to me, and it was kind of interesting that this is the same Donald Trump that I've seen on the show. So to me, yeah, it was yeah. very. Um, um, Craig, I knew him already. Craig, that's TV. I know, they, but they, it's they, reality, Ron. Well, if it's on uh, reality TV, Oh, it's then it real. must be real. It has Stephanie, to be real. Stephanie, if you'll go back and YouTube it or whatever and watch the show. Oh, uh, you know she will now, Craig. <laughs> and NBC, uh, you can see his decision-making, uh, how he got upset, how he changed his mind, how he listened to people, how he didn't agree with them, and then he cha- He listens to people when he feels like maybe he did make the wrong decision. So it was interesting. And so I think that's good for someone that's going to be in power to uh, be able to stand strong, but also be able to change their mind when they are wrong or someone shows them a different way. So yeah, that's I think I, I kind of had an idea of what he would be like. Um, I'm actually surprised how conservative he is. I know that I re- recall he wow. had, uh, I remember he was calling for Obama's birth certificate and those type of things. Yes, I we still are calling for that. But go ahead. And yes. I think that that's thing with Donald Trump is a lot of conservatives are very concerned on whether he's actually conservative because he has a, a history of supporting Democrats. He has a history of supporting Democrat causes. So a lot yes. of people wonder it. And, and I understand that sometimes people change. I yes. worked on Democrat campaigns. And Reagan, Reagan did. Raul Grajalva with his reelection campaign. I helped Ruben Gallego. He's in the Congress. I didn't even know he was in the Congress until I saw him standing behind Debbie Wasserman Schultz the <laughs> other day. Uh, so I was pretty surprised. So I think people have the right to change their minds. So maybe Donald Trump maybe did some more reading. Yes, I think <laughs> he's he so upset. He keeps on. saying um, – go ahead, Stephanie. But, but we don't know. Like I said, he's kind of unpredictable. He's the wild card. But he's our only hope, I think, as a country when we All have right. a, a party that's focused on the economy and national security, which is what people care about. Well, I think he's 
just so disgusted by what he's seeing that, like he keeps saying, he didn't want to have to do this, but someone had to step in, and he was the only one because he knows both sides, good and bad, of politics, and he knows. And, and he's concerned about our security and what's happening to I our country. I think we're all concerned about it. I think he had to step up because no one else was. And I agree, the Republicans, there's a lot of rhinos in there as well that aren't doing what they said they're going to do, and we're disgusted with it. Do we have to go? Uh, this is the we. I love this we. It's our we, this we, we that believe. You have a very small mouse in your pocket. This is the we. Um, <laughs> We do. Uh, yeah, we are up on a hard break because I'm getting that. Um, Sorry, Stephanie. But uh, thank you so much. For-